You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a guest here with me today, which is really exciting because she is one of my patrons over on Patreon. She's in the Discord server, and I just love having her as part of the community. So I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself, let you know where you can find her online, and then we'll jump into our topics. Hi, uh, my name is Sarah Bird Humphreys. I am a potter and an artist uh, and a witch, <laughs> obviously. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at SB Humphreys Art, and I'm Postmodern Ghost on Discord. I love it. I love when people include their Discord name. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> it is. It is very important because there are a lot of people in that community, um, and it's. I know it's fun to have everybody be, like be able to chat with each other over there and share their ideas and stuff. So that's nice. Yeah. No. For sure. <laughs> the Discord's very fun. <laughs> Well, let's jump in. I know you have notes because you have like so many different things going on that Just a couple <laughs> are all like, but they're all like really interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like any one of them could be like a singular topic. So let's start with what you do as an artist, because I have definitely never had a potter on before. And <laughs> what, what is that? And how do you incorporate your witchcraft? Yeah, uh, so I've been doing pottery for about three years, um, which doesn't sound like very long, uh, but I've been doing art my whole life. I work at a pottery studio, and there we kind of have a joke that I'm an elemental witch. Um, <laughs> uh, my boss calls himself the Avatar, uh, so I'm the elemental witch. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it, it's interesting. I feel like there's a lot of things you can say about art that apply to witchcraft and vice versa. Um, yeah, I, I don't do a lot of hand building. I mostly do like throw on the potter's wheel. Uh, and there's this thing that I say to people when they're first starting out. Uh, it, it's a lot of centering and a lot of being right with yourself, uh, not just literally but also mentally uh because it can be a little discouraging when you're first starting off and you can't quite get a handle on the mud <laughs> that you're playing with um yeah that's kind of a little bit of an overview <laughs> it's always so interesting to me because i have tried that exactly once in my life and it was horrible <laughs> and i think that's i mean that's like everybody is going to be horrible the first time that like it really is a skill set so oh it's gonna be 100%. bad like, the first time, but it's a disaster <laughs> Uh, the first class I took, it was a 10 week class and I only made plates because I ripped the top off of every single one of my bowls. <laughs> yeah. I think plates, plates is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that actually it's really funny. Uh, when I started my whole like witchcraft journey uh, and listening to this podcast and getting into everything witchcraft practice, my pottery practice actually got better too. Uh, again, because of that grounding and centering thing, uh, it's really just about choosing a place and being there and letting it form to you. Yeah. You really have to get in sort of like a Zen state and like get in a groove to make those work. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it really does turn out beautiful once you get the hang of it. Um, so I'm really impressed with people who are 
able to do that or sort of like have that artistic ability that I just don't. Yeah. I mean, again, it's just like witchcraft. It's about practice and uh, sticking with it. That's really interesting that one helped the other and like vice versa for you. Yeah. I I like to think I'm really good at compartmentalizing, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody, everybody sort of feels that way. Like I'm great. I could do this. And like, no, everything bleeds into each other. Everything's the same thing, actually. (laughs) Art imitates life. (laughs) So what are you working on right now in terms of your pottery? What's your current projects? Yeah. uh, I, so I just made my first teapot a couple weeks ago and I was so excited about it because I do a lot of surface design. So I'll look up correspondences for the thing that I'm trying to convey and literally put it onto my pot. Uh, So I I had this really beautiful teapot and it was pink and it had like wormwood and strawberries and sage. And I was making it because I was like, I want to learn Tassiomancy. (laughs) And then the lid fused to the top of the pot. So it's completely useless. Oh no. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, so I'm currently making my second teapot. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, that's so much fun though, because that's like, it's like witchcraft from start to finish, right? So like you can, while you're making it, include your intention. You can do like draw sigils on there. You can pick the color that matches. And then have the actual final product be part of your witchcraft as well. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It's if it, if it works out. Um, (laughs) Fair, fair. Yeah. uh, A big part of pottery is knowing that not everything is going to turn out every single time. And uh, it's really an exercise in letting go. Uh, Hopefully this next teapot will go a little better. Um, And then I'm also working on a crater right now, which is uh, one of the words for like a classical Greek uh, vase, uh, because I have a friend who has their own witchcraft practice and uh, commissioned me for Persephone Crater. And it's so close. It's almost done. (laughs) I do not even know how how many hours have gone into it so far. I was, I was going to ask that if you do commissions and people could ask for specific things. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't do a lot of pottery commissions yet, but I really love doing them. Uh, there's something really fun about making something with a very specific person in mind, whether they've asked you to do it or you're making a present. Um, all of my presents are handmade. It's, it's very, um, it's a thing. Uh, but all my presents are handmade and it's very fun to think about the person that I'm making it for and like pour all of the intention and purpose into that thing and make it something that truly is just for them, like very unique to them. So yes, I, I love doing commissions and making things for people. Oh, that is my favorite. I love when people do homemade gifts and I don't know why, like some people feel bad about that where they're like, oh, well, you know, I made it, but I didn't spend like a lot of money. Like it's, that's not the point. It's not how much you, it's like how much time went into that. Like you said, just how many hours are going into this one project that you're doing. I love homemade gifts. Yeah. It's funny because I'll make things, I have a toddler and I'll make things for his teachers and 
like ask them their favorite colors or their favorite animal or whatever and I'm like cool I'm making you a mug and they always look at me like oh no and I'm like no I swear I'm a professional (laughs) it'll come out good I swear (laughs) oh that's sweet no wait I'm good at this (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's true because you like never know if your toddler's (laughs) making it like are we sure this is a mug yeah, I, I think people are a little wary of it because one, they don't want their thing to be, uh, they want their thing to be useful. Like they want the person to like it, right? Uh, but then it also feels very childlike to make a gift for someone. But I think that's sweet. It is. Yeah. I think that's a great part of your practice. So what came first for you? Was it pottery or was it witchcraft? It was pottery. Uh, Yeah, it it was pottery. I think I've been doing, like, actually doing witchcraft for maybe about two years. Nice. Yeah, and I started pottery in 2019 with a really big break for COVID. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So how did you get started in artistry at all? (laughs) Uh, okay, this is funny because it's actually the same answer as how I got started in witchcraft, which will make sense in a second. Uh, have you seen the movie Kiki's Delivery Service? Yes, yes, I have. Okay, that is my favorite Ghibli movie, hands down. And it's so I've, cute. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cozy and it's so magical. Anyway, uh, the book is also really good, just side note. But I have been watching that movie since I was probably seven if not younger and uh I've been doing art even longer than that and I remember this very distinct moment in my life uh like oh if only being a witch was real right (laughs) like from the very first time I watched that movie I was like oh if only I could be a witch and oh if only I could be an artist because there's a character in the movie whose whole job is being an artist basically Uh, and being the cool older girl and some point in like middle school or high school I watched the movie again and it suddenly hit me oh wait both of these things are actually real things (laughs) (laughs) oh I can be both of these things uh and that's how I decided to pursue an art degree uh was realizing that that is an actual career that real life people do (laughs) what a good story oh my gosh that's so much fun that like your favorite movie manifested itself for you it really did (laughs) that's so sweet yeah uh I I deeply love that movie and I I'm a very introverted person uh which maybe makes sense maybe doesn't (laughs) but I'm a very introverted person and I feel like art is a really good way to put yourself out in the world without having to like actually talk to people <laughs> well yeah that is true I feel like I'd be even more scared to put my art out there for people to see that I would just be like talking to them though oh my gosh yeah, I think it's really brave <laughs> it's it's interesting because you don't really have to be there when people are looking at your work uh But it is kind of fun when people are looking at your work and you're just kind of like incognito in a gallery and they're like, oh, this is so cool. And you're like, thanks. (laughs) Just (laughs) off in a corner, like, yes, compliment me more. (laughs) 
Oh, that's, I mean, I think I would like be terrified to hear what the feedback is, but if like people are being nice and it'd be like, oh, yay. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the fun thing about art is, and also again, witchcraft is when you're making something it's, uh, or like casting a spell or whatever, it's all very intention-based, very intention, like very intentional. Uh, and then as soon as you put it out into the world, it's not just yours anymore. Uh, you kind of release it to the everyone's. And I think that is very lovely and also very scary. And <laughs> there's a lot of convincing yourself when you do either of those things. Oh, yeah. And let's, speaking of convincing yourself and putting it out to the world, let's dive into that second, like, part of your story, um, which is <laughs> where you went to school for your art degree and living in the Bible Belt. Because that yeah. is huge in the witchcraft community. That is like, yeah. Right, I'll let you take it away. <laughs> Isn't it really? I live in Nashville, uh, which is in the middle of Tennessee, which is a state out of all the states. It's one of them. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah, I have my art degree from Lipscomb University, which is a Church of Christ University uh, here in Nashville. And it, it's interesting for a lot of reasons, one being that I was one class away from a Bible minor. So when people here try to talk to me, I'm like, I know more than you, please, please stop <laughs> it. And also it's interesting because I grew up very adamantly a Christian, uh, not like in an aggressive, like telling people they would, <laughs> telling people about their own eternity kind of way, um, but in a very, it was my own faith like i i wholeheartedly chose it and believed it for myself and uh that story is kind of true of a lot of the people i knew in college and now <laughs> approximately none of them are christians anymore <laughs> um, including myself which has been a very weird journey of uh accepting that for the last several years at least i've been using it more as a shield than a truth uh because it, it can be really scary in the Bible Belt uh, not being a Christian. Like, not just being pagan or any other religion, but explicitly not being a Christian uh, can be really weird here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do, does everybody know, like, family, friends? Obviously, you said a lot of your friends from school are <laughs> yeah. Christian. So does everybody know that you kind of left that? Uh. I would say several of them do. Uh, it's not really like something that I broadcast to most people. Like, uh, again, I'm introverted, so there aren't like terribly many people for me to broadcast that to anyway. Uh, but what it, like one of my very best friends is Wiccan and actually the reason that I listen to this podcast and uh, she, her story for how her deconstruction is even more extreme than mine um yeah so i i'd say that people who are really close to me do know um like i i make jokes with my mom about how she's a kitchen witch uh and i've done a tarot reading for her like they they know at least conceptually <laughs> so has there been any like pushback on that or are they kind of just like okay this is where she's at now oh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no. 
my family doesn't care that much. Um, my spouse's family, on the other hand, is uh, they're the way they are. <laughs> and my oh, spouse no. is uh, non-binary, so and uh, their family is Southern Baptist. So, ouch. And they were outed to their family uh, without like their consent. Oh no! <laughs> they, and they did not take it well. And then uh, for Inktober last year, I started drawing. I thought it would be very nice for me to make a tarot deck for myself. So for Inktober last year, one of the prompts I thought would work very well for my devil card. So I drew it for Inktober and now my mother-in-law thinks I'm a Satanist, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually hilarious um, because I'm not. <laughs> and, and actually most witches I would argue definitely aren't because they don't even believe in Satan. Uh, so. right yeah yeah <laughs> uh we've talked about that before on this podcast that <laughs> satan is an inherently christian construct satan comes from the bible so if you don't believe in the bible it's, it's like it's satan. <laughs> so. why would you believe in satan it's it's honestly really funny because there was a whole conversation around it where she was like it said some pretty terrible things uh honestly about um iconography and like some really naive things about iconography, um, which like, again, I, I have an art degree from, a, from a Bible college. Like I, I know my iconography and most Christians have it really wrong, uh, anyway. So it's, it's a little interesting. <laughs> oh man, that, that is just, your, your life is wild. Yeah, like I understand really that there there are a lot of symbols that have been appropriated by like uh I mean Nazis uh that are I feel like important to stay away from, especially since when you do put your things out into the world, like they're not just yours uh, and you never really know who's going to see and interpret that. Uh but some of them are some of them are safe. <laughs> like a pentacle is not actually that scary uh by really anyone's standards except for the modern church uh so i just think that's interesting and funny yeah oh i completely agree that things get a little wild <laughs> i think it might be horror movies yeah i think that's that's probably a good one horror movies really need to calm down on some of their tropes i think yeah complete completely agree i mean i love <laughs> like witchcraft movies and i think they're so fun to watch but like there are ones that are specifically horror movies rather yeah. than sort of something like witchcrafty and fun like that um and those horror ones are definitely bad stereotypes some of it's so wrong that it's funny uh but usually it's not funny <laughs> i mean i don't think they like when you're making a horror movie, it's always like low budget horror movies too and i don't really think they're going for authenticity yeah they're like hmm what looks maybe scary and it's just like the earth symbol and you're like okay man <laughs> it's gonna cost me an extra 200 dollars to research this and i really don't want to it, it wouldn't though <laughs> it's like one google search i went to a haunted house last year it wasn't really a haunted house but it was like uh it was called haunted soiree and it was like cocktails and like actors playing out this really spooky like storyline and I really enjoyed it um, but 
there was this one room where they just had like stick sculptures and it was supposed to be really scary and i was like that's the symbol for air that's <laughs> not scary at all it wasn't scary at all it was so funny oh boy <laughs> and was that in nashville oh yeah yeah that, <laughs> that was in nashville <laughs> and you know i think of nashville as being like a city so it's more i think of cities as being like more open and accepting is that not the case in nashville or is it like okay uh, in nashville then you go like outside a little bit and then it's not so much yeah no we feel pretty safe in nashville um it, yeah it's really traveling to other places where uh, my spouse needs to be like a little more uh stealth mode <laughs> gotcha or uh yeah, and it's it's not terribly far out of Nashville where if we go out, we'll get weird looks either because I look like a witch or, which I, I'm pretty subtle about, so it's kind of funny, um, but either because I look like a witch or my spouse looks like androgynous. And then it's it's a little more dangerous or a little, uh, just a little more get looks yeah. that you don't really want to deal with. I think it's mostly what looks one time somebody took a picture of us and I was like all right that's, that's rude <laughs> that's just rude and awkward I mean unless you have like a great witch outfit on because I've had that happen before where I have like I mean really yeah. great outfit and they're like can I take your picture like it's like a good thing but that's I'm pretty cute outfit. but <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah when people like take stealth mode pictures like that that's so rude yeah I was like you're not sneaky did you're you know sneaky <laughs> Most people are not as sneaky as they think they are, um, which is also funny, actually. It's always just interesting to me to hear about other places. I've never been to Tennessee at all, anywhere in it. So I have no idea what life is like there. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I try to I, I like keep in mind that the South is like a different place because it, like oh, nothing yeah. like here in Chicago. So I can't like compare other people's <laughs> experiences to like what I have here because Chicago is so open liberal we have witchcraft stores everywhere like everything's fine um so I have to remember that not everybody lives like that yeah I I mean we have several like metaphysical shops in Nashville and some of them are really great well, that's nice. so yeah like they're it's not like all bad <laughs> you have some like Nashville lovers in here yeah like, there's just certain mindsets and like billboards which is interesting a new trend that people are doing uh yeah I also largely grew up in East Tennessee uh which is very Appalachian um mountains and very witchy <laughs> like you do anything and it's like oh this feels uh like earth deep magic oh yeah yeah there's a lot of Appalachian folk craft going on there oh yeah yeah so it, it's funny uh being in Nashville too and I because I'd argue it's even more Bible Belt than East Tennessee was in my experience but Nashville it, it's it's a very interesting place to live there is a little bit of everyone here I don't know I, I mean I want to visit you're just making me want to go <laughs> it is also bachelorette capitals <laughs> I have heard that before. Yeah. yeah. So if you really want to be a woo girl, yeah, come on down. <laughs> so outside, uh, well, maybe including your art and your pottery, what does a typical day or week look like for you? Yeah. Uh, 
that's a really good question, isn't it? Uh, it, it's really just a lot of thinking about things that I want to make and then making them. Uh, and it's not always pottery. Sometimes like I really enjoy illustrating. Uh, like I said, I was trying to make myself a tarot card earlier or tarot deck earlier. Um, I really love reading, uh, which usually falls towards uh, more witchy things, whether it's like, what real life magic is like or uh just like fantasy uh i don't really know if this is answering your question i but like i i have a toddler so i don't necessarily do magic or art every single day just most days uh and then sometimes my magic practice is really small uh in that like i'll do a tarot reading on the new and full moon every month and then maybe not much else <laughs> outside of that uh and i feel like there's been a theme uh on the podcast recently uh, about like seasons uh and shifting seasons uh and i feel like art really works the same way uh, as that <laughs> once again uh where like summer is not really my season which doesn't make sense because i'm a gemini <laughs> but I really love fall and winter and I'm really getting into that space where I'm like creating more and want to do more craft and summer is really like my rest season because um, that's kind of how creativity flows is doing a whole lot and then doing a whole lot of nothing and then doing a whole lot and then doing a whole lot of nothing and that's okay like you don't have to make every single day or do magic every single day to be an artist or a witch yeah, I always think that is such a great reminder and lesson because it really does seem like when you're on social media and things that people are working all the time and they are doing witchcraft and rituals and everything all the time. And that is just not the case. There's not a single person no. <laughs> I've interviewed on this podcast that says that they work like that. Not a single one. <laughs> no, I, if you, if you go and what shameless plug for my TikTok, uh, if you go and watch my TikTok videos, I'm wearing the same outfit in so many of them because I'm just making a bunch of things and then posting them across like a two week period. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Not a single person's like, why are you wearing the same outfit? Because I feel like if you stop and think about it, I'm not doing this every, every, every single day. Like sometimes I have to do computer work. Um, like I, I have to update my website. I have to update the Pottery's website and all the, like all the stuff. I like, no, I, do I, don't, that I don't have time to do all that every day, oh. let alone the energy. Oh, I do that all the time, which you know, because you watch my Patreon videos, but I'll like sit down at the beginning of the month. I'm yes. like, listen, patrons, I'm going to look exactly the same in the next three videos that you watch because I'm filming them back to back. Like, I always give that warning, but I'm like, same shirt, not changing. Yeah. I, and I feel like that transparency is important because yeah, social media, it's, it's really easy to even accidentally look like you're doing stuff all the time, always. Cause like, you know, you're not, and you're wearing the same outfit. So surely people know that there's a lot of effort going into it, but it's not like all day, every day, the same thing. It's, it can be deceptive. And I think especially this time of year, because I think a lot of witches gear up um, with like Samhain and Yule tend to be the times where mm -hmm. people are doing more things and they just feel more witchy. Uh, 
there are witches who love summer, of course, but it's just like so much more prevalent on social media. I think just like how it looks outside, how houses are decorated, like it just the lighting and candles, it just seems more witchy, like just easier to like take pictures and make content from that. And it just makes it seem like it's like that all of the time. And no, (laughs) just, you can't, you can't keep that up. No, no, it's, you have to rest. It's very important to rest. And I think that's true of your art as well, because I think as an artist, I'm sure like if you were doing that every single day, you would totally burn yourself out. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to make anymore. Like you, you really do have to take that time. And uh, this is definitely a thing in Christianity is still unpacking. It's fine. Uh, but it's also a thing in art where like, you have to fill your well, <laughs> cause how, how are you supposed to draw out of an empty well? And like, you, sometimes like my art practice is just going to an art museum and looking at other people's work <laughs> and getting the inspiration. Yes. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's important to see what other people are making and doing gives your you know brain a chance to rest and reset and spark new ideas yeah yes exactly yeah. you know what I I love that you slid that in there that you're still unpacking because that's that's important part of this too that's like kind of a journey that is doesn't end either like there's always going to be like little things that creep in I stopped being Catholic 20 plus years ago. I mean, I don't, if I ever even really was, and there's still things that like creep in there that just, you don't even realize. Yeah. What's so weird about it is it's not really a black and white issue because things rarely are. There are some really valuable things that I learned, like the well filling. And then there are so many things that are just garbage advice (laughs) (laughs) you know you wouldn't even know that it's garbage until you hear like what resonates with you and yeah like a better way to do things and then you're like oh okay I can do this I can improve yeah I I think for a while I was like well it can be both right Uh, I I can still hold on to this thing because, again, it was a really big part of my identity uh, all through, especially high school, I'd say. But so, yeah, some of those things can be hard to let go of even when you know that it doesn't match just because it's so ingrained. Yeah, lifelong struggle, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like witchcraft is a lifelong practice as well. You're never, there's like no end goal. You're never going to be done. So that's just part of the journey. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that can feel really discouraging sometimes when uh, you realize that you're going to be doing this basically (laughs) forever. Like I, but it's also kind of lovely. I think. I agree. That's how I feel. I think like yeah like sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I'm never gonna get this or like there's I'm never gonna be done there's always gonna be like something else that I have to learn about tarot like something else comes up I'm like oh my gosh don't I know this yet how do I not know this yet and then something presents itself (laughs) and I'm just like get frustrated but then at the same time I'm like I have to let go of these perfectionist tendencies and just 
appreciate that I have all the time in the world to do this and that uh, there is no end goal. So I don't, I don't have to be done. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to be done. Like <laughs> it, it is almost comforting to be like, well, there really is no cap on how much I can do and how far I can go with this, but it's also a little scary. <laughs> it can be. It's both things it, at once. <laughs> yeah. It, a lot of things can coexist with each other, including infinite possibilities being both scary and exciting. <laughs> Way to sum up your Gemini sun personality in one sentence. <laughs> uh, that is my biggest joke in therapy is every time I say something and my therapist is like, so it's both. And I'm like, I'm a Gemini. We don't have to keep talking about this. <laughs> Oh, Gemini's are fun. I have said this before, but my cousin is my best friend and worst enemy. <laughs> She's a Gemini. I'm a Scorpio and we butt heads like nothing else, but we're also best friends. And I'm just like, Apparently I don't understand really you at all. Scorpios. She's like, I don't understand you. <laughs> you Gemini's are something else. You're so fun. I, I Apparently I really love Scorpios, which is really funny, uh, but I'm also completely surrounded by Tauruses, which is my favorite. I love them. <laughs> Oh gosh, I just I love astrology and sun signs. I think it's so funny how much people reveal about themselves just like speaking. <laughs> Could I the Gemini without even you saying that? I feel like um, astrology is a gateway into magic. <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. Because uh, like in probably high school, I was like, oh, I'm a Gemini. Okay, whatever. And I look at it and I was like, I feel like I usually connect more with like these other signs and then I found out that they were my moon and rising uh <laughs> of course they were of course and then I was like wait <laughs> things make so much sense do I believe in this <laughs> oh absolutely hilarious it really is <laughs> it's I I honestly I think it's so much fun it's a fascinating topic for me but that's another one that I could live 17 lifetimes and I will never fully understand astrology. There is so much going on there. <laughs> there are so many things that I want to do so badly and want to learn so badly, but I really don't think that you can really be an expert on anything now because there's so much to know, even about like the tiniest of subjects, Yes, which is kind of cool. Um, but also there are different kinds of patients, I think. And I don't know if I have the patience to truly learn astrology, but I do love it. And I love people who know it. Yeah, I, I am perfectly content with like what I know on the subject and like learning fun new things here and there, but then also just like finding somebody else to defer to when I have specific questions. Like I know who to go oh, yeah. to that I'm... I get those answered because there's just, there's too much for me. I can't, it's one subject that I'm like, nope, no, I, I know what I know. And if I go any further, I'm going to just, my brain will explode. I, I, yeah, I love people who have the patience and brain to be able to absorb all of that it makes me so happy for them <laughs> yes and like follow like the tiniest movements of what's going on in space I'm like I can't I can't well, how do you how do you have the patience for that I <laughs> which I, I say having spent like 40 hours on a painting once but it's <laughs> different <laughs> I was gonna say let's talk let's go back to you talking about your Persephone crater <laughs> and spending all time, kinds of time and patience on that I, I've literally spent like 40 hours on a painting and that's like the low ball of how much time I spent on it, I think. And meanwhile, five minutes into any sort of digital art, I'm like, I'm out. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. 
before we wrap this up, which okay. has been fun, I talking to patrons and members of the discord community is just so much fun for me. So thank you for being here and chatting about pottery and your life after Christian university is just so much fun. Yeah, thank you. For and I think a lot of what you had to say helps people not feel so alone in this. So thank you for being open about your story. Yeah, I, I certainly hope so. <laughs> and before we head out, do you have any advice that you would like to share with beginners that you haven't already? Because I think you've given a lot of good advice, but is there <laughs> anything that we missed? I think I just have to loop back and say, whatever it is that you want to do, it doesn't really matter if you're bad at it now. That's okay. You don't know how to do it yet. <laughs> just keep trying and keep going and eventually it will click. Uh, and if, and if it doesn't feel right, that's fine too. Just find what works for you. That's excellent advice in both witchcraft and art mm -hmm. <laughs> and life in general and advice that I don't follow at all. Because if I'm not good at something the first time I do it, I'd like, <laughs> so, uh, honestly, that's relatable because I really love being good at something the first time I do it. Yeah. Please <laughs> listen to Sarah and not me. That's excellent <laughs> advice. Don't do what I do. <laughs> It is also really, really fun to be bad at something and look back when you're good at it and be like, wow, I sucked and now I'm so good. <laughs> oh yeah, that is, a, I, okay, I admit that's a good feeling. You're right. It, it's so satisfying. <laughs> and I'm sure in art, you see that even more, just how you've grown so much. It's very tangible. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so again so much for sharing everything and your excellent advice. Listeners, I will have everything linked over in the show notes. And of course, if you want to get in touch with Sarah, then hop over on Discord and have a chat yep. and ask all of your art-related questions. Or if you are also unpacking Christianity, you can, uh, there's always chats in the Discord server going on about that. So, oh, so many. You, yeah, if you need help with that, that is a great community for that. And Sarah is there to be a part of it. And that's everything that I have for you all this week. I will see you next week. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.